Welcome to the fifth episode of the Balanced Working Moms podcast. This is Rena Musha, and I'm so glad that you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's trying to manage it all, you're in the right place. In this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to get things done much more easily. I'm really glad that you're here and listening, especially to this episode, because this is one of our core episodes, and this is really, really important for you to hear. It is one of the foundations on how to create balance in your life. Today, we are going to talk about the superpower of habits. If you don't think that habits are a superpower, just wait till the end of this episode, and you may have changed your mind a little bit. Let's get started. I am so excited for our discussion today on habits because habits are really not something that people think about, right? As you live your busy life, you're not exactly thinking, hmm, maybe I should make a new habit. It's probably not much on your mind. And when I was a new mom, it really wasn't on my mind either. I was just trying to not fall asleep when I was supposed to be making dinner. I definitely wasn't thinking about habits. But I started realizing as I got further along in my journey that habits were really, really important. I noticed that the moms who seemed like they had it together, they had amazing habits. And then I discovered one of the secrets of balance. And that is people who have amazing habits actually have what I think of as a superpower because they can get the most amazing things done and it looks so easy, right? And the reason is because it is so easy for them. They don't have to think about it. It's just a habit. And I'm going to tell you a secret, and that is most people don't realize how powerful habits are, because if they realized, they would also use the superpower because it will literally change your life. It'll take you from being frazzled and disorganized to getting your life together. And I want you to start observing that if you see a mom who seems like she has it more together than other moms, she's calmer, things are getting done, she seems less frantic. I want to guarantee you that she has really, really awesome habits. And the cool thing is that what that means, really the only difference between a mom who actually gets things done and a mom who struggles is really only about the habits and routines. The one who has the amazing habits and routine, she may have gotten these habits because she saw someone else have them. Maybe when she grew up, she saw her mom having these habits and she learned from them. But don't worry, because if you didn't grow up with amazing habits, you could still get them. And we're going to talk about later in this podcast why so many people struggle with habits. And I'm going to give you a hint now. It's because there are some myths out there about creating habits. So if you fall for these myths, which we all fall for because they're common in our society, then it may have been really hard for you to form habits in the past. And you may have tried and maybe it didn't work. But we're going to turn that around so you can learn how to create the most awesome habits and bring this superpower into your life because it's going to change everything. Before we get started and really delve into how to create a habit, I just want you to pause now and reflect on the habits that you have now that are really helping you. Because if you're listening to this, you may already have amazing habits or you may feel like you do not have not even one good habit. And I just want you to think and reflect because I am sure that you have some good habits. 
So I really want you to think about it and realize that you aren't starting from scratch. You already have habits that you could use and even build on. So as you're listening to this podcast, I want you to keep thinking about these habits that you already have that are really, really helping you. I really believe that it's important to focus on things that we already do well, because when we go into something new and we feel like we're a complete disaster at it, it doesn't give us that positive energy that we need that will help us develop the new habit or the new goal or whatever the new thing is that we're trying to do. So I really want you to focus on some habits that you already have that I know are serving you and serving your family. I'll share an example of some habits that I do that you may do as well, just so that you can see where I'm going with this. One habit that I've been doing since I was in high school is going to bed at the same time. When I was in 11th grade, I realized that I was exhausted every morning, so I set myself a bedtime of 10.30 p.m. And my friend, I stayed with that bedtime for almost, I don't even want to tell you how many years, for a very long time. One of the habits I'm working on now is making that bedtime much earlier because I have to wake up crazy early. So that's one habit that I have. Another habit that I have is drinking water throughout the day. If I don't drink enough water, I get so exhausted, dehydrated. So many years ago, I developed a habit where I always carry a water bottle with me. It's everywhere I go. If I go to the grocery store, it's with me. It just, I keep it next to me and it's a really awesome habit because when I do drink my water, I stay energized throughout the day. My favorite habit, and I know I'm going to talk more about this on this podcast, is the one where I walk every day. I developed this habit also so long ago, it was crazy, but I just started doing it once a week. I would just go out and I would just walk for a few minutes. And now if I don't walk about four times a week, I feel like something is really, really off. So I'm not like a crazy exerciser who goes to the gym and does all kinds of workouts. I just walk, but it's an amazing habit. So I want you to think about the habits that you do that are amazing and that really serve you. They may not be something that somebody else thinks is amazing. I mean, most people who go to the gym probably may think that my walking habit isn't much, but in my opinion, It's an amazing habit. It really settles my mind. It keeps me in shape. It invigorates me and it just gives me a freshness throughout my day. And I love it. So think of the habit that you do. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It's what you do that helps you and your family. And keep thinking about this throughout the episode so that you have energy and enthusiasm to give yourself credit where credit is due, where you have this amazing habit. And also to think about a new habit that you'd like to form that will really, really help you and your family. So just why are habits a superpower? Why do I call them such a strong word, a superpower? I don't say amazing. I don't say helpful. I say a superpower. Why a superpower? I think that habits are a superpower because they let you get things done without a struggle. You don't have to decide, am I going to do something? Am I not going to do something? How am I going to do it? When will I do it? All the decision is done for you. It is so incredibly easy to get the thing done and it feels so easy. It feels like it's magical. How is this any different than Superman being able to fly, Wonder Woman having incredible strength, or Harry Potter making himself invisible with a cloak? 
you with your habits can get things done and make it easy. Where for everyone else who doesn't have the habit, it is a struggle. It is a burden. And as a mom, you are so incredibly busy that you absolutely need a superpower. And I am granting you the superpower of a habit. So if you've never thought of a habit as a superpower and something magical, know that being able to do something without a struggle, in my opinion, is definitely a superpower to rival Superman and Wonder Woman and Harry Potter. There is one small difference, though, between you and a superhero, and that is the superhero is usually granted the power. You're going to have to work for it a little bit. So just be aware that once you create the habit, yeah, it's going to be easy. It's not going to be a struggle. But till you actually create the habit, be ready to work for this. Again, I wish I could just hand you a cloak and boom, you have the habit. But creating a habit isn't quick and it takes some work. But if you're ready to put in that work and to keep at it until you really, really form that habit and it's a part of you, you are going to have a superpower that is going to rival the heroes that you read about in comic books. So what do you think? Are you up for it? I know you can do it. Now, if you've tried to form a habit in the past and it just hasn't worked out, I can hold your hand and help you. I created a free e-course. It's an email course with a workbook. It's actually a beautiful workbook, and it walks you through creating a habit step by step. I'm also going to be talking about this later in the podcast, but go ahead in the show notes and subscribe and get that class sent to you in email, and you are going to be on your way to creating your first habit. If this topic interests you, I recommend a book called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. It's not really a self-help book. It's more a science research-based book. And it's very interesting because he delves into the research behind habits. I thought it was quite interesting. I want to share one of the most important points I got out of his book. What he wrote in the book was that about 40 to 45% of what we do every single day feels like a decision, but it's actually a habit. Can you imagine 40 to 45% of your day? That's almost half your day, right? And I actually think it's a blessing because think about how hard life would be if we didn't do things out of habit. If every day we had to decide to brush our teeth, every day we had to figure out which toothbrush to use, which toothpaste to use, what to wear. I mean, gosh, goodness, what to wear is already stressful enough, right? But there's so many decisions in life that I think it's a blessing that we're wired to do our habits. We have to have habits or we wouldn't be able to do anything else in life. Our brain would be so busy trying to figure out everything. So habits, I think, are almost a way of survival. It's a way for us to get things done and to function in life but we don't really think about them. And actually, that's the point, right? They're a habit. We're not supposed to think about them. But since we know the research on habit, as a mom, we're busy. We got things to do. Let's take advantage of the way that we were made, the way that we were created in order to do these habits. Let's use them to make our life easier. All right, so now I've got you convinced. You are ready to put in the effort. You are ready to create this habit that is going to help your life. But you may have something in the back of your head that's bothering you. And that thing is that you may have tried to form a habit in the past 
and it didn't work. So you may be a little nervous that you cannot form a habit and that this is not going to be possible for you. Remember what I said in the first episode? I told you that I am not going to recommend something that everybody else recommends because everybody is saying it, so everybody thinks it works. No way, Jose. If that was true, there would be no reason for this podcast. The reason why I believe most people cannot form a habit is there is this terrible myth going around, and this myth has been going on for decades. If I had a drumroll sound effect, I would do it right now. You ready? The myth is that it takes 21 days to form a habit. How many times have you heard that? So if you just do something for three weeks, boom, you're going to be able to do it for the rest of your life. Oh my goodness, my friend, please do not believe that myth. Let me tell you where that myth came from, and it may just blow your mind. The common belief is that this myth came from a plastic surgeon named Maxwell Maltz. Maxwell Maltz was a surgeon in the 1950s, and he noticed that when he performed surgery on his patients, it took them about 21 days to get used to the new change. So for example, he noticed that if he did a nose job on someone, it would take them about 21 days to get used to their new nose. So he would observe his patients, and he also noticed with himself that it did take him about 21 days to form a habit. So he wrote a book, and the book was called Psycho-Cybernetics, and it actually became a blockbuster hit. It sold more than 30 million copies. And in the book, I'm going to give you a quote. He wrote, These and many other commonly observed phenomena tend to show that it requires a minimum of about 21 days for an old mental image to dissolve and a new one to gel. So people read that. I think they missed the word minimum of about 21 days, and they just took that number and they ran with it. Well, that wasn't exactly a study, right? It was just an observation. It was still a good observation, but it doesn't mean that for you to form a habit, it's only going to take 21 days. And I think people get very frustrated because they really think it should only take them 21 days. So they go ahead and they start a new habit, and then it could be two months and it's still a struggle. So what do they do? Of course, they give up, right? They think something is wrong with them. It should only take three weeks. It's been two months. Why keep working on a habit that's never going to gel? So people give up. And this makes me so sad because so many more people could have a life of balance and ease if they just kept at it. If they realized that that was true for that plastic surgeon, for that doctor, that was true for his patients to get used to a change in their body, but that may not be true for you and it may not be true for me. And probably the harder the habit, the longer it's going to take to form. But here's what I believe. I believe that the longer you spend forming a habit, the more it's going to become a part of you. So if you spend three weeks forming a habit, the chances of it becoming a part of you, I think are slim, unless it's a bad habit. I think that a bad habit, you could do it the first time and it becomes a habit. But a good habit, that may take months or I hate to say this, but even years. But once you form it and it becomes a part of you and you just do it and it's not a struggle, and sometimes you may even crave it. Like I crave my walks. If I don't get my walks in during my week, I feel like something is off. I crave it. Well, a difficult habit like exercise, that is not gonna come in three weeks. 
at least not for me and not for most people. So just know that that three weeks is a total myth created by somebody doing an observation. So how long does it really take to build a new habit? It's not three weeks, right? You know that. There was a study done at University College London. They studied the habits of 96 people over 12-week period. Each person chose one new habit and they had to do it for 12 weeks and report each day whether or not they did the new behavior and how automatic it felt. Some people chose an easy habit like drinking water with lunch. Others did something a little more difficult. And at the end of 12 weeks, what were the results? They found that on average, it takes more than two months for a new behavior to become a habit. They found it took about 66 days, and that's just the average. They found in the study that it took anywhere between 18 days to 254 days. That's a long time, right? Quite a difference than 21 days. So if it takes you longer to form a habit, don't be frustrated. Don't give up. Know, in my opinion, that the longer it takes to form the habit, I believe the more likely that it's going to stick with you. So actually see it as a badge of honor that it's taking you a while to get it because it's probably a really, really hard habit. But once you get it, you know the benefit. It's just going to change your life. It's going to change the life of you and maybe the people around you. And then you're going to be also modeling amazing behavior to your children, to everybody around you. So it's worth it. Just hang in there and don't give up. Here's another myth, and this one may really, really surprise you. But the myth is that once you form a habit, you'll have it for life. Ah, I kind of wish that would be the case, but you may think you formed it, but you actually haven't. Let me tell you about something that happened to me. So years ago, I decided that I was going to meditate every day. I picked what I thought was a really easy way to get myself into it. I was just going to do just five minutes a day and I was tracking it. And guess what? I actually did it. I did it almost without fail for about six months. And then you know what happened? One day I didn't do it and it just lasted. One day turned into a week and then a month. And I was like, what happened to my habit? My habit is gone. And I had been doing it every day for six months. Well, after I realized what had happened, I picked right back up and I started tracking it again. But I wanted to warn you that you could be doing something really, really nicely for a long time and then life will happen and it'll be gone. I don't remember what happened in my life that made me totally give up my meditation habit. It was a long time ago and I've incorporated it back in my life. But I wanted to just warn you that it is possible for that to happen. And again, the key is don't be frustrated and give up and feel like you'll never get it. Just keep at it. Keep trying because it is so worth it. So now let's get to the juicy part. Let's talk about how to actually create a habit. Now, don't forget that I have an e-course to guide you through it. Look at the show notes to find out how to get access to it. But let me tell you my method because it's a little different than most people, as you can guess. So the biggest rule of my method is number one is you have to start small. There's a quote that I really, really don't like. Here's the quote. Shoot for the moon. Even if you miss it, you will land among the stars. That sounds so beautiful, right? 
It's telling you to reach high as you can so that if you fail, you'll still do good. And that may work with other things, but I find with habits, at least for me, it's the exact opposite. I find that what works for me is to start so small that you almost can't miss it. So for example, you heard about my meditation habit, which was to do five minutes a day. So now I do at least 15 minutes a day. But can I tell you that if eight years ago I had started with 15 minutes, I would never be meditating today, right? Because it just sounds too intimidating. But I knew I could do five minutes and I did it. Well, except for when I dropped it. But don't worry, I did pick it back up. And do you remember that I was talking about my walking habit? Do you remember how often I started walking? It was one day a week. And I have a funny story about that because a friend of mine asked me, she saw me walking and she asked me, how many times a week do you do it? And she was so excited that I was getting fit. And she was one of those people who was really a fitness buff. And I looked at her proudly and I told her, one day a week. And I'll never forget the look on her face. She thought I was crazy. How is I going to be fit with walking only one day a week? Well, let me tell you, I didn't tell you at the beginning of this podcast, but that was 20 years ago. 20 years ago, I started with walking one day a week for I don't remember how long it was. It was however long that felt comfortable. I don't think I had a guideline. But that's how you create a habit, at least my method. You start so easy that it just feels like it's something achievable. You can do it. And then you slowly, slowly make it harder. And if you make it harder too soon, you just back away. The habit that I'm working on right now is going to bed earlier. So I was going to bed at 1030 and I've backed it up by five minutes every few months. So now I'm at 945 and I'm going to keep backing it up until I get to 930. But if I had started at 930, I would never have achieved the goal. I wouldn't even be close to 945, but now I'm doing great. So that's what I recommend for you. Find a way to make it so crazy easy that you have to succeed. The second thing that I do is I track it. The reason why I track it is just because I need to know if I'm doing it or not. It's just very simple. I don't make this a complicated thing. I have a notation in my planner and I just track whatever goal it is that I'm working on. So number one, keep it small. Number two, track it. Number three, here's a really big one. You need a reminder. When we are forming a new habit, most of the time, the reason why we stop isn't because we don't feel like doing it. We just forget. So I have two recommendations for you to help you remember to do it. Number one is set a reminder on your phone or even set five reminders. Just set as many reminders as you need. Write it somewhere. Just put it where you'll see it just so you don't forget about your habit. The second thing is you can tie it in with another habit. That's actually an amazing secret to people who form great habits. For example, I have a habit where I'm taking vitamins now. So what I do is to remember to take the vitamins is I keep the vitamins where I eat my dinner. So that way I'm going to remember when I eat my dinner, ah, oh yeah, I need to take my vitamin. So that way I don't forget about my new habit. All right, are you ready for the last thing you need to do to create a new habit? You need a backup plan. Now, you don't really need one for every single habit. 
This is more like if you're doing a very serious and important habit. But if you're really serious about your habit, go ahead and create a backup plan. Let me give you an example. What if your new habit is to walk, let's say, two times a week? Well, what are you going to do if it rains outside? For me, if it rains, it doesn't bother me at all. I just take an umbrella. If it's raining cats and dogs and I really don't feel comfortable walking, I just do YouTube. I keep it really, really simple. So I do have a backup plan for my habits that are more regular. So you may want to do that too. If the habit is important to you and there's a time that you can't do it, it's so much easier to have a solution if you're not waiting for the problem to happen. So don't wait till it rains to come up with a solution. Think of it in advance, and this will really, really help you. I'll tell you real quick that my backup plan for meditation is another part of my day. So I like to do my meditation when I first wake up in the morning. But if I'm late getting out of the house and I haven't had time to do it, my backup plan is that I do it as I get into bed at night. So I have a backup plan for my meditation. So go ahead, if you want, create a backup plan. The next rule for success is to just practice. Just keep doing it. Don't add on to it. Keep it really, really small and just keep at it. Rinse and repeat. If you notice things that are getting in the way, come up with a plan. Just keep at it. And then as you keep getting better at it, you can incrementally add to it. Add another few minutes to your exercise routine. Add another day, whatever it is, but do it so slowly that it doesn't feel hard. Finally, keep at it. Don't give up because once you create the habit, you know it's going to change your life. And be like me with the meditation. If you miss it for weeks or even months, don't get down on yourself. Don't give up. Just pick back up where you left off. Keep at it. Don't give up. That's the secret, right? That's the secret. That's why this is a superpower. It is so rare. It is hard for people to not give up. It is hard for people to just do this incrementally and do it just a little at a time. But that's the way that it really becomes a part of you. And that's how it really helps you in your life. I hope now that you've listened to this, you are inspired to work on a habit and just go after it. I would love it if you became part of our Facebook community because that's where you could post what your new habit's going to be and get support from everybody in the group. The link to be part of our Facebook community is in the show notes below. And I'm so excited for you to pick up this amazing superpower. Now, if you know another mom who's struggling and can use a superpower, please be sure to share this episode with another mom who could really use a superpower in her life. All us moms can use a superpower, can't we? Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to hearing which habits you're working on. If you need any help, go ahead and join us in the Facebook group because we are all part of a community to help each other and lift each other up. Thanks so much for listening and I wish you all the best with your new habits. 